0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Moving Spotlight Podcast. We're excited to be here. I hope you are, too. My name is John Ruby. This is my co-host. Corbin Coyle. Hey, everybody. Yep. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Corbin, it is a sunny day in Southern California. Temperature's dropping. <laughs> it's getting to little and cold. And when it gets cold, when it drops a little 75 in California, we all go inside. <laughs> and when we're inside, one of the things people like to do is play video games. <laughs> Uh, I grew up playing video games, yeah, yeah. and today's topic to start the show, what is your favorite video game?
1: John, you may know I'm a nerd. Um, and <laughs> do I? Yes. <laughs> it's actually really tough for me to- uh, Narrow, it Narrow it down? I knew down this was for coming. Sure. Holy um, no, but sure, I, I, if I had to no. choose one, one that has yeah. stuck around for a long time is um, uh, The Last of Us. I love that game. I love good story mm. games, so it's, a, it's mm-hmm. like a zombie apocalypse story that has to do with like this- uh, father figure and this little girl and it's like a very beautiful touching story amongst like a very scary like uh, atmosphere so um yeah i love it i love that game it's such a fun one and i recommend people play it and it's but it's not that scary but definitely have friends around because it's a Mm. little scary (laughs) it's like a little bit more horrifying with people not in the room
0: That's, and is that kind of because I don't i don't know that game is that kind of like first person or are you kind of going through the world what's, what's the, the um, yeah it's a like...
1: linear kind of game so like there's yeah. a lot of stuff that's happening but it is like third person so it's you are behind the main character but okay. um it does a good job at switching between cutscenes that's something that a lot of games mm. don't do very well but it does it where you kind of step through a window as a, yeah. as you're playing the game and it cuts through just like going into the window and it just is very seamless and it's very beautiful so it almost feels like a movie but you're also interacting with it um Love that. and it's pretty heart-wrenching in the first like five minutes because you like you play this like little girl immediately, and it's like the zombie apocalypse starts, and it's like very just oh, no. like a lot happens, uh, and then you switch over to the guy, and so it's like does a really good job at playing with with your little heartstrings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, that's interesting. I, I I don't know that one. I'll have to I'll have to check that. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Check that out. It one. sounds sounds like a. What good about one. you? Is um, it Pac Man? <laughs> so since uh, since we're around the same uh, generation, what are we? Gen Z. Yeah, Gen yeah, yeah. Y, yeah. We're Gen Z. I don't know what, whatever <laughs> that is. Um, it's something called Pong, which was the original. <laughs> um no, actually I am gonna go back, but this game has been around a long time. The first game I fell in love with after having so I had the original Nintendo, which I just loved, but after having that in the arcade, my very first game I fell in love with was Street Fighter 2. I that's a fun. I loved that game. I would there was a place called Aladdin's Castle. And I just read an article about like the, the final Aladdin's castle, like was found like in Indiana, like there's still one around oh, or it's really? about to close. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. I literally got, I found this article, like, like my cousin sent me because we used to have like oh, no. parties at Aladdin's castle. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my cousin, Kyle, where it would be like unlimited tokens. And it was like the best day of your life. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Um, and but 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 my favorite game, game was was Street Fighter 2, you know, you have the joystick and the six one. buttons and you could pick, you know, from the eight different characters, the old special moves. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, that game is a classic. It's been around and obviously it's been you know, updated and updated. And, you know, I feel like my son is playing Super Smash Brothers, which just reminds me yes. so much of, you know, there's there's tentacles back to Street <laughs> Fighter 2. But, uh, oh, yeah, man, I used to spend that, so, many, so many quarters on, on the that game.
1: That's a game that I wish I was better at, but, like, it's mm-hmm. so hard. <laughs> it's, like, there's so many buttons and so many things I do that I get overwhelmed.
0: Well, I was so obsessed with it that, like, my parents would drive me. They'd, like, sit in the car and read a book, and I would play at the arcade. They <laughs> Jeez, were so sweet. That's so yeah, nice yeah. of them. <laughs> and then I, I'll never forget this. In high school, <clears throat> a bunch of my buddies, they had a, they had a party. And I went to the party, and they were all just doing like punches and kicks. And I knew all the special moves. I played so much. So I come to this party, and it's like everyone's like super cool. And then some, when someone breaks out Street Fighter Two, and I'm like unstoppable. And they're like, "How are you doing fireballs?" Like they didn't know the advanced level moves. They That's just awesome. do like punches and kicks. And like I destroyed them. You know what I mean? And like it was like it was like kind of my nerdy cool at the same time. Yeah. You know, it was like not that cool, but it kind of was. So That's um, awesome. I never. Uh, that was that was a very funny. Uh, the skills. Paid off. It's what I'm saying, yeah. folks. The yeah. skills pay off. It's all
1: the effort that you put in. You know, it's brick by 100%, brick.
0: Hundred <laughs> percent. Surprising, I didn't have many girlfriends in high school. Yeah, based weird. on that <laughs> skill set. Based on that skill set. You're so crazy. Uh, and how it later. Um, all right. Well, transitioning from that, I want to get to our guest right away. Yeah, I'm yeah. super excited for um, for him to be here. Uh, on social media, he's uh, he's known as Page the Maniac, but we know him <laughs> as actor and comedian. Uh, uh, page Amandi,
2: I might be mispronouncing that. You can correct me. Welcome to the show, bud. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it's Ahmadi, Pej Ahmadi, but Pej uh, Ahmadi. okay, yeah, thank you for that. No worries, no worries. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's an honor to be on here. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of video games, yes, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, my one of my best friends, he actually now lives uh, closer to you guys. Um, he, um, when we were in college. He loved street fighter and and he would he had the like he had the actual board that would connect oh, from, those. yeah you've seen those i don't know what they're called yeah that's how much i played sp- street fighter <laughs> 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 and then he would and then he would just bring it to like and we have like friends like friends gathering and then he's like hey guys let's have like a street fighter night none of us played that game and he would just uh, proceed to like whoop <laughs> no, all no. our butts yeah and it was like <laughs> we hated the party we're like this sucks <laughs> why do you come with this every time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they're li- they like go on
1: your lap right it's like a like a, right. a thing yeah. It, yeah john you would love it it's like a stick like that it's just exactly like the arcade thing but just handheld or not handheld. oh it, so cool laptop, i,
0: I right. have not i have not seen this yeah i would i would definitely love it I, i'd be that guy traveling <laughs> with it uh Paige, it's funny it reminds me of my son who is you know six almost seven but he 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 takes a chess class and he's learning chess but sometimes he won these little special pieces of chess and so he brought them home and so we have a chess board and he's subbed in on his side these special pieces and those special pieces can do like double and triple moves like they can like, and so I play him and he always has all three special pieces and I have zero. And so when you talk about like that guy just like destroying everybody, it's like, when I play my son in chess, it's like, it's no fun. I can never win. Like it's impossible for me to win. Cause he's like, well, I just took your kid, your queen and your king. game over. And I'm like, you moved the knight three times. He's like, that's cause it's
3: hey, a special piece. Bull- I know. I'm
0: like,
2: Well, this is not fun. It's not fun for me. He's like, it's fun for me. So
0: I guess your buddy was probably enjoying, um. Yeah, Enjoy he would actually, that.
2: That, that's funny because he would be super positive and bubbly and all, all the time, like even like when he was destroying us, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like no, no, it's okay, man. You just got to try this. I'm like, you didn't even uh, like train me on this board. I don't even know what, <laughs> what buttons. Yeah. Just up, down, left, right, A. It's easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like doing like a 40 move combo and I'm like where's A? <laughs> He's
3: like you're already dead. You're already dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was fun. So, though.
0: so so transitioning from that, what um what got you into like performance and stuff, Paige? How did that how did that kind of start?
2: Yeah. Um so I was uh, my first uh, avenue into entertainment was uh music. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Yeah, and and I remember it like yesterday yesterday if it was 32 years ago I, I was i was four i was four um oh, wow. and yeah and i was we were still in iran in uh in my home motherland and i was sitting in the back of my dad's he had a uh the volkswagen um those vans, I forgot what they're called. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Austin Power style. Mm, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A shag good. wagon. He had a shag wagon. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, yeah. I don't think that's BC. You can't say that. <laughs> Cut Especially that out. not in Iran. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he. Um, yeah, so we were just. <laughs> so I'm just sitting in the uh, back of that van, and um, they had this song on the on their uh, uh, radio or cassette player. Mm-hmm. And then I just start singing with it. And I think like all three of us, my sister was like reading a book. She didn't care. But like all three of us, like Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, like I was singing just innocently. And then my parents were like, wait, (laughs) like he might have something here. So, you know, it was like a realization that, oh, I might have some inclinations in music. And so, and then I just continued that. And uh, singing has always been like something I love to do. And, um, but yeah, I, I always, you know, I did theater and then fast forward, like I moved to America and, um, I, I got into the theater program here. In, well, in Maryland is where I grew up, but, um, it was cool because uh, the first character I played in an American system was, uh, the, the guy who plays conjunct sang the conjunction junction dude from, school- <laughs> yeah, from school of rock. Yeah. 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. was, so that was like my, uh, like first entrance into like western music and stuff, so mm-hmm. and then after that it just uh you know, I continued to just do it for fun, uh then joined the choir in high school, and then I actually studied music at u c davis mm-hmm. um and it was cool. I did opera and then but throughout all of that, I kind of like started to really enjoy the acting like that it took to be on mm-hmm. stage, you know mm-hmm. um, and so that and then i uh so after college, I, I just started teaching music, but it was always that itch. Like, I'm like, ah, I need to. So I, I started directing some musicals. This is a very long winded way of telling you I, I sang. but <laughs> Yeah, um, it's great. But no, yeah. And so anyway, uh, and then every time I directed a musical, I was, always, I was always in charge of the music, obviously, but like the, um, the acting coaches that were there, mm. like I was actually like very interested in that. But it was always, you know, deep inside of me, like to do that. I just didn't pursue it till like three or four years ago. Is when I mm-hmm. actually was like, you know what, I'm gonna go into acting. And I've always uh, been a goofball, so just combine, <laughs> combine, combine the two. You know, so. I love it. Paige, <laughs> I
0: have a similar thing. I growing up, I sang uh growing up i loved it and <clears throat> i had a teacher mrs wilson who like like i used to get like the christmas solo every year and like one year i had to do like you know twas the night before christmas which was super long and my parents were like he's like eight he's not gonna memorize all and i like knew it all they were like holy cow you know but i <laughs> i did that for many years being in the choir which i loved and i think that kind of helped spark later on when i started acting so that's 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 cool to hear man so that's a sim i didn't i didn't know that i mean yeah, I'm a terrible singer.
3: <laughs> no connection
2: to the singing. You and play so, the guitar when we sing. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Paige, what took you? Oh, so was it school that took you from the East Coast then to the West Coast
2: uh, out here? Is that ah, right. it school mostly? <laughs> that or lack thereof. <laughs> I was, yeah. I, was um, yeah, I finished high school in, in Maryland. Um, mm-hmm. School called Watkins Mill High School go Wolverines. They, they weren't good at anything. But. <laughs> but, uh, um, and, um, yeah. And then it was the college, it was the summer between graduation and going into essentially community college is what I had signed up for over there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my parents decided like, you know what it's best that kind of like the re reset button mm-hmm. for for me, I was 17 kind of just being a, a guy at 17, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not really taking things seriously. Um, and at the time, I, I was very naive and uh, kind of like ignorant on what life is going to be like as an adult. So just kind of careless. And my, my dad, I remember he comes into my room over there in Maryland and he's, he's like, uh, your sister, she was already living out here in, in uh, a city called Dixon, California. And that's a funny story in itself. But um, my dad's like, we're going to sh- ship you west and you're going to start uh, a new life over there. And then a week later I was, I was here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 17 years old. And, and the funny part of it all is like I had signed up for college and all that, like over there. And then I was like, oh, cool. I get to not go to college. Like that's kind of (laughs) (laughs) like, that was my, like my mindset at the time. So yeah, I moved here and then all the promises and like i had never been to california before that so it was like all the promises of like california or like what it could be it was like i was like oh yeah. cool so I'm, i could go to la i could go to like hollywood you know like yeah. all the things you know disneyland so, Woo, so you man. found the
0: trees with the hundred dollars just like hanging <laughs> on them Did you yeah. find those trees I and you those just pluck those hundred dollars those are like the best
2: i'm still looking for those trees <laughs> okay. they're out there trust, yeah. you. trust you. so i yeah but that was the funny part it's like my parents were like yeah you're going to uh They didn't say which part. I just, I didn't even know where Dixon was. Mm -hmm. I land at Sacramento airport. My uh, brother-in-law picks me up. He's like, all right, welcome. And he's so funny because he's like the driest sense of humor. He's just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. his excitement to see me was like, hey man, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, dude, you're never going to change. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So we like, we drive and then we start passing just fields of like nothing. (laughs) Like it was just like farms. Mm -hmm. Like that's all Mm -hmm. it was. And then Dixon, California, here we come. And it's literally like 16 people that live there. Oh and it, and then it was us. It was hilarious. Like, I'm like, wait, what? And then my first job was like working at Walmart, pushing carts. At, no, in, yeah. In Vacaville. Yeah. Like talk about reality check. Right. <laughs> but in uh, hindsight, like best move for me, because mm. it really like woke me up, you know, mm. like I went from like being just a careless kid to like Mm -hmm. oh i gotta cover my own ass (laughs) so yeah Yeah. you know and so it 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 was uh it was great and when
1: did when did um, sorry you got done i was gonna say when when did like uh, comedy get into your life like did you start to do uh comedy out in dixon or was that something that came a little bit later (laughs) uh
2: my life was a comedy in dixon Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was i i want to say like from childhood i'd always just wanted to be like making the family laugh, right? Mm. I always love to do jokes. And here's the thing, like, culturally, it was, like, it, within my own family, like, it was not really cool to have the kid, like the eight-year-old, be in the room with the adults when the adults, like, pass jokes mm. around, right? Mm. Like, that's something they do in Iranian homes a lot, is, like, they'll sit, and then it's, like, a bunch of adults, and they t- there's, like, a few people in the family that, like, are known to have the good jokes right and it's like and it's and the jokes were a different format than it is like in the west like it would be like a small anecdotal joke like those are what how they would pass the jokes around and then and i would and there was like a bunch of kids like my age and my family like playing in the other room like playing with trains or whatever and like i wasn't interested in that like Mm -hmm. i wanted to be with the adults and see Mm -hmm. what's going on here as a kid i always was like fascinated by like the adult mind Mm -hmm. so in a way like i always was like that's that's cool. I want to do that. But like, there's like, you know, there's that balance for the parents. They're like, well, you're supposed to be like, it's kind of like borderline. You're crossing the line. Like you shouldn't be, you know, you're supposed to be playing with the kids. What are you doing here? So like, I just like in the middle of the adults saying jokes, and I'd be like, I want to say a joke. I want to say a joke. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And they're like, shut up kid. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. So, but I always loved it, but it was almost like i felt like guilty doing it in a way because mm. it was like as a kid i loved it but like i didn't know it's okay to do that until um you know like throughout college and like once i went into uh i did a community college out here and then i transferred to uc davis and like all throughout that like the close-knit friends which the street fighter uh dude was one of them <laughs> nice <laughs> we just I just, they always, you know, like I, w- I was starting to watch them and they loved, like they, I always had them laugh. Like I, like, I always loved making them laugh. You know, I was just like, I felt, I felt almost like whole when I did that. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like that's something I need to do. And then I abandoned it for a while because real, real life, like I had to get the jobs and, you know, yeah. teach, and that actually really affected me. Like mentally, like I was really down a lot, mm-hmm. like I wasn't really, um, I guess the best word to put, happy. I wasn't really happy. And, I, and it started becoming a mystery to me. Like, what? Like, I was, I was cool in college. Like, I loved mm-hmm. college. And, I, and every time we'd hang out on a reunion with those same guys, it was cool. Like, I would be getting, doing back, going back to all the same energy. Until, like, so you, so you asked, again, long-winded. You asked, um, how, when did I discover comedy? And In my case, I rediscovered it. At like thirty three i literally mm. I, i'm in a marriage I'm like married now and i'm uh uh and I'm sleeping I wake up in the morning one day in my when i was thirty three three years ago and I was just like I forgot to make people laugh I forgot like that i'm i'm funny guy mm-hmm. like I forgot it you know like i i and it, and it all came to me like clear. it was like super clear you know I, and you i'm sure like you guys have days where you're like this is exactly what I need to do, right? Like mm-hmm. and that was that was the case. And that was the first day I was like I want to go I want to act and I want to be funny again. Mm. And then I just that was literally I started to shift my entire perspective on my career and life. And now I'm uh we're cordially separated my my ex and I, which is like we're we're good friends. We're actually closer now because we separated, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And it's cool because like And then I, you know, it was scary to take that leap, of course, but like, I went into my first club showed up to the wrong club for comedy. I was like, I want to I want to be on I want to I'm going to do five minutes. And the lady didn't know it was my first time. (laughs) So I show up to this laugh unlimited up here in old Sacramento. And it was a showcase not an open mic. And I and that's a big that's like very different. I didn't know that. So I go up, bomb, of course. Like no one cares. They gave me the light at three minutes, and I supposed to have five. And so, uh, and just like, all right, cool, thank you. And then I, and then the host gave me the best advice. He was like, "I think you're funny, but this isn't where you start. You got to go grind it out through the mics." Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of my Mm -hmm. journey, which was and and the year mark of that is December twenty third. So that's coming up.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Year mark of that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Paige, when you were saying that idea of like
0: kind of it hit you, you know, I think you said like around 33 or whatever. And I was thinking of like, there's that, um, there's that uh, uh, Henry, there's a Thoreau quote, which is the, uh, the mass of uh, men lead lives of quiet desperation. Hmm. And it feels like, you know, inside of you, there was a part of you that was, you know, not like unhappy because you kind of weren't listening to it you know what i mean and i feel like so many people do that and and um and and some people do listen to it but i love that you kind of rediscovered it and it kind of opened things up kind of brought color back you know what i mean from black and white in the, in the world to like color back in it and you know um and that's so that's so cool and then you did that 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 uh showcase which is an open <laughs> mic and then they're like yeah you just got to keep doing it man you got to yeah. keep
2: doing it how did it feel to bomb Oh man. Uh, it was like, I was so green that yeah. I didn't even know that I bought,
3: like, I, <laughs> I didn't phase you. I was, I was
2: wondering cause early on, I feel like you're like, yeah, nothing to lose. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. I, I told myself too, because I was going to take a flight. We were going to fly to Ireland the next day. Mm. So December t- for Christmas time, we were going to be in Ireland. And, uh, I was like, you know what, no matter what happens, if I, I'm going to be gone so I'm not even going to be here. I'm going so, to Ireland no matter. Yeah, I'm going to Ireland know. regardless. So like I can that's that's where my mind was. Um but I got to tell you it was uh like from that that point um and in a short like 11 months like I've learned so much and I learned that without love I don't think I could do anything. Like without mm-hmm. and not just like I'm not talking about the romantic love i'm talking about self-love
3: because mm-hmm.
2: i struggled with that because like you said it was a black and white world for me uh i started to lose touch of my pure like my third eye i guess if you want to call it mm-hmm. like i wasn't really you could say you, i was lost in a way i was I the best way i dis, i can describe it is up until 33 i was living my life for other people you know mm-hmm. i was i was like living my life for to to make sure my par- parents are happy like with the decisions i made and it was like even the marriage part like i got married not that i wasn't in love i was but it was just like i'm never thinking about what i want mm-hmm. you know and so when that happened and then um i didn't even care that i like did bad on stage because it was like that was my like that was a win for me just getting on stage mm, yeah. right and and like at thirty three, right? Because especially like in in the cultural cha- uh, pressure too, right? Because again, it's like, oh, that it's too late for that, blah blah. Mm-hmm. Then you know, my my dad's uh, he's always funny about. It. He's like, isn't it too late? <laughs> 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 so I, it's hilarious. But like, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna yeah. keep going, and yeah. uh, I'm loving it. I'm I'm living like I'm finally living for me, and it's like liberating. It's it's and that self love is like a constant thing i have to remind myself so. is there is there someone
1: or some some place that you learned this self love like what where did you that like kind of spawn from
2: um yeah there's a um it's interesting there's a singer uh vocalist musician in virginia he lives in virginia um his name is anis uh he's <coughs> also a middle eastern guy who's raised in the in the west he was actually born in in buffalo but he, so you know I wasn't born here. I was born in Iran. But he was actually born. He's half um, uh, pal- Palestinian and half uh, L- Lebanese, mm-hmm. and uh, but he sings R and B, and he's like you know a vocalist. But his his um, he was honestly the first guy because his through his music, which is ironic, like through music, mm-hmm. I discovered that I should pursue acting and, and oh. comedy. So, so it, it was, and his song is um, he has a song co- um, called called S- uh, Self Love. Mm-hmm. and and he had a merchandise that said it and i immediately ordered me one i was like i, mm-hmm. I first of all his i loved his music and then i reached out to him i, I actually had him come on my podcast mm-hmm. and in a way like he he's he's you know his career is starting to really uh take off in music and then but mine i was like a year behind i just started after him but we both are kind of like you know doing this thing but like it really helped me just I was like, okay, he's doing it, yeah. right? Like, you know, and I, I hate comparing because it's not about the comparing, it's, mm-hmm. but it, it's about what do you love to do? And, and um, ever since like I discovered him, it just I just always feel like things come in your life when you need it. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to be looking, right? And I think that was mine, honestly. And then from that, I started to look more into it. And one of my mentors is Steve Harvey, like as far as a comedian mm-hmm. who had nothing right? He had absolutely nothing, but he had this, like he had that belief. Mm -hmm. And then, and now on Twitter, he's always posting things exactly at the time where I feel like confused or like, what am I going to do next? And then he'll post something. He's like, if you're confused, you're supposed to be keep pushing forward. I'm like, what? Like, that's, that's like, (laughs) how did, how did, like, how did that happen? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. to me, that's something divine. So yeah. Yeah,
0: Don't Don't you feel like there's and and i'm sure this has been said before but it's kind of like a lot of comedians to me are are, are like modern day philosophers right i mean they they really mm-hmm. are great at you know telling the truth in a sense and really looking at it from like this perspective that you know from a comedic eye but it's like oh man gosh like there's so much truth in what you just said that it makes me laugh because it's either so painful or it's so ironic or it's so You know, I think that's an interesting kind of what you're saying. And I love that, you know, you found it through like a singer. And I think sometimes we get inspired by family. Sometimes we get inspired by friends. And then sometimes it's people we don't even know. And I think that's a really wonderful, uh, a wonderful thing with someone who just resonates with us, you know? And
2: it's like, you're saying what I need to hear right now. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'll even take it a step further. I think... If people, loved ones of yours, aren't understanding or where where your heart is, or or if they're letting you do it, but it's almost like, uh, you know, like they're a little bit critical just because they don't know, like they don't understand or or connect, or or they can't see your vision. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, you you find it from strangers because the strangers because yeah. you start to be like, okay, well, I'm not happy in this lane. Let me look out. Let but I I always see he's saying stuff that I, it's like talking to me, I feel, but I've been ignoring it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so. It's interesting to say that too. I was thinking of that. I think that's so true. I also
0: think for me, I also sometimes, and this is not super common, but I've gotten better at defending myself in those situations. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not just going to take it, if that makes sense. And it's not about being mean. It's just about like, it's kind of about meeting them where they are. You know, if it's like, oh, well, you know, I heard all the actors in LA are crazy. It's like, no, that's not true. There's a lot of great, wonderful, smart Creative people that would be making a zillion bucks in other businesses. They're just like in like the toughest, one of the toughest businesses in the world. Mm-hmm. Versus being like, oh yeah, all actors are you know crazy. Like that one you read about, you know, on T- heard about on TMZ. That's what they're all, you know. But but my point is, I think you know, Paige, with what you're saying, there's something interesting about where you find it, and then also what you kind of let in. I guess is what I'm saying more. What you yeah. let in, right? And yeah. I think that's an interesting thing that everyone kind of needs to figure out for themselves because, like you talked about, I also feel with and, and this is more of a generalization but like certain parents certain cultures are like we want you to do this and this and this and then when you do other things it's like that's outside of our box that we're used to you yeah, know and i think yeah. that's you know that's why i'm really lucky my sister's a doctor because i'm like mom dad get off my case you got a doctor all <laughs> right i can be an artist okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, but, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying it's yeah. interesting
2: and, yeah. and you have only one sibling to, or you have just one, one just one yeah. yeah yeah i'm the same way yeah just i have one older sister and yeah it's um i think it's just there is a, there's a gap and it's not just reserved to um, certain cultures. I think yeah, just the world is is updating the Gen Z stuff we were talking about, but like reality is that they're actually like doing some incredible things right now, mm-hmm. the generation Z, you know, and like me being a millennial kind of like in between my parents' generation and, and them, Yeah, it's like I'm at an age where I, I could go to how my parents think about it or I can, Mm -hmm. or I can be like, wait, 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 this is how, like, I'm catching myself, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. wait, 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 I can, I can encourage my niece. My niece loves, loves singing and music and all that. Like, she's just a happy soul. Right. Mm -hmm. And I catch my sister sometimes, like, she'll start to get critical just from habit or from what she had seen growing up. So I'm like, hey, hey, hold on, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she has one daughter who's all in the books and and then this daughter is all in the arts, you know, so it's like, You get the best of both you know Mm -hmm. like that's that's beautiful Um, for sure but yeah it's 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 uh we're we're in unprecedented times i feel because of the gen z's like they're actually changing the world and for the good because they understand self-love and and i feel like it's natural to them because they're still young enough to be pure they haven't had to they're not really battled much right Mm -hmm. they they, they've they love everybody like bullying is starting to go down like it's Mm -hmm. starting inclusivity is becoming cool now you mm-hmm. know like like that stuff i didn't have it in high school like you know it but i'm happy that they do you mm-hmm. know and it's mm-hmm. and i feel like that's trickling over to actual world changing things so
3: wow
1: what, what would you like speaking of like childhood and stuff like what would you have told yourself when you were younger like now, like, you know, like it's such a broad question, but like with, with your comedy, with your podcast, which we haven't even gotten into yet, but like, what would you have been like, listen, listen little page. <laughs> like we got to, we got to talk.
0: Um, I feel <laughs> LP. like LP.
1: Little,
2: little page LP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like the little page will talk back. <laughs> Probably. I ain't listening to you. <laughs> yeah. But that's exactly it is like keep being an independent person. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. continue to trust your what you your gut is telling you mm-hmm. yeah. and i was a lot better at like like i said i always talk at the wrong times according to the elderly <laughs> yeah, right yeah yeah or, or like i'd ask the questions that no one's asking even mm-hmm. in like religion con- religious contexts because i was just like you know because uh not to get the talk about religion but just just general generally like i i i I'd see i try to pure i would always have to like And I think a lot of kids do this, right? I just want to be like, hey, why do we accept this but don't accept that? Mm -hmm. And just Mm -hmm. like questions like that, that like um, they want you to not really think about or like the elderly are like kind of like, no, we're the teacher, you know, like this is how it's supposed to be. So Mm -hmm. like, and I I would just ask those questions as a kid. And then I started to slow those questions down the older, the elder I got. And then eventually I became, The person who was like no that's how it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. until that day i went um when i was 33 and i was just like i feel like all of that just was this moment that you asked It's like my kid version was like yo don't forget me Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's really my the kid version talking to the adult version more so than now me talking to that kid version but if i had to tell him it's like don't ever stop being you Mm -hmm. so i love
0: that yeah page i got a question um you've hosted some open mics now right haven't you hosted yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so i'm just curious for people out there that maybe like if they are interested in doing an open mic like what's a good way for them to get on the host radar what's it like to host like if they've never kind of stepped into that situation you know is it do they have to you know fight for time do they just have to keep showing up like what i'm just curious if someone's like coming like how do they come into one of those things and they're new What, what 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 you know what thoughts would you give them
2: um, they have to find a specific rock from the Himalayas. Great, and then, and then of course. Um, yeah, uh, a Bring grasshopper with only one <laughs> leg. Yeah, that's yeah. standard. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, um, it's my two worlds that kind of connected, in, as far as how I got this hosting opportunity. Um, but uh, if I were to tell others, uh, is network, man, communicate. This is, if you love this world, if you really want to, if you want to host, just start asking, uh, clubs, bars that don't have a mic be like, Hey, can I put a mic here on Thursdays? For example, mm-hmm. like, you know, I I'll host it. I'll do all the promo for it, offer, offer things,
3: mm-hmm.
2: offer, offer, uh, services to the club. Be like, you know, mm. y- you're going to get, you know, we we'll, we can do like a two drink minimum, just get creative, you know, It's it's um because that is that's actually what it's all about, this creativity. So um I never try to think of this whole thing as a business because I feel like it brings out the negative side of me Mm -hmm. when I when I think about it as a business too much. But when I'm but that's exactly why because I feel like I if I just approach it with love, always Mm -hmm. like so like my mic started with like one of my old friends from college. He was also a music major. And like he still lives out here. And he was like, he just bought a studio, like a art studio, like a gallery. And he's like, I want to dedicate it to not just art. I want to have, I want to celebrate all arts. Mm. And he he knew I had gone into comedy. He's like, would you be down to help me out? I was like, it's like one of those things that comes. And if you don't see it, right, like it was like an opportunity right there. Mm -hmm. I could have said no, because I was scared, but I was, but I was like, no, no, that was the old page. Like I have to take this. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, luckily people love it they come saturday every saturday night it's it's in old sacramento but um yeah it's honestly just stay don't forget don't forget that love that you have for the craft and that really will lead you into to other
0: well i'm being being open to it the mm-hmm. first time you hosted were you nervous at all or were you fine with it i'm just curious because like that's it's saying yes to something that you have probably seen and stuff but you haven't really done before? I mean, or were you nervous? No one was going to show up? I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like yeah. that's part of, people have this fear of the failure,
2: I think, is another part of it. I, I, I tried to, Yeah, so the fear was, I, <clears throat> I feel like by the time this opportunity came to me, um, I kind of had a good process of like getting over the fears. Mm-hmm. Um, what also helped is that my friends, it was my friend's art studio. So like, I knew him for like, for years. So it was like, There was that comfortability there a little bit Mm -hmm. where i where i'd be like i don't have to impress the bar owner like that i don't know you know what i mean i i was just like oh let me just have fun with him like i always do Mm. and that honestly and then we added the implemented live music which was like something i like i always lean back on so it was like okay cool let me bring that in so now we do live music and comedy and I started to think wait no one else in sacramento is doing that style mm. it's always just a d de- either like a dj or literally playing the entrance music on their iphone right <laughs> and, it, and it's like so i'm like i feel like this will be a unique thing and then um being persian i'm good at hosting so <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I just used all that and i was like you know what i'm just gonna have fun and now we're luckily we're nine weeks in wow. uh in, into this mic yeah and um um people don't comics like it it's it's and i again i approach it with love right there's some roast, but it's punching up not punching down mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's just like and it's all about just bringing people together and that's the mm-hmm. point so
1: yeah wow and are you like um how are you finding when you speak of network like other comedians and other like musicians it just people that you know or are you kind of like finding it through classes or how does that work
2: Not so uh we have Facebook groups for like all the comics, uh, out here, like it's like a network. Nice. And then, and then, um, and then I started to tap into the Bay area comedy network and then, um, there's one in between. So then I started to really just join these groups. And so then what happens is I just post my flyers and I, I put a little uh, excerpt I'm like, Hey, I'm doing my first mic. This was like nine weeks ago. I was like, I'm going to do this here Saturday. I, uh, and I put a lot of colors in it to keep it positive and lively. I, I, I wanted it to be consistent with my, with like what I was looking for. Mm. And, uh, yeah, there was a good, it, there was a decent turnout on the first one. And then honestly, the best thing is if you stick to the quality, mm. I feel like people will do the advertising for you. Like, mm. cause it's a service. And, and if people feel good to be around you or if it's a uplifting and they, they, People were like, when is the next one? And then we, and the advantage I have with this location is it's facing one of the main streets in Old Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So people are walking. It's like a very touristy place. So people are constantly walking by, right? And then they can hear us, they can see us, and we have seats available. Like, and it's a free show, right? It's advertised as a free show because it's not a show, it's a mic. So mm-hmm. it's for comics to get practice in, but it's kind of become like sort of a show mm-hmm. just because, like, there was nothing like that in in this part of old in sacramento and so and the irony of it all is that laugh unlimited place where i started my career is right down the street oh funny (laughs) yeah yeah so it's like it's cool to me it's like oh look at that like yeah yeah so and yeah so it's it's a that's really the main way people are coming out it's just like comedians start telling their families to come or friends and then and it it's a lot of love in the the sacramento comedy network it's everybody is positive right Mm -hmm. it's not a it's not a dog eat dog type of mentality which is great uh, because that's that that keeps me wanting to come back too. you know yeah so Mm -hmm. but i know not everywhere's like that but i feel like sacramento is is doing that bay area to a degree is like that too Uh, Yes,
1: and um i guess pivoting a little bit like how was it with um starting your own podcast. I feel like it's pretty similar with the kind of process where you're, you approach it with love and all that, but like, yeah. what, what, what was something that you didn't know that you didn't expect? Like, I mean, we could probably
2: relate to a bunch of it too, but, um, <laughs> what, uh, yeah. Tell me about that journey. That was the first thing that, that was my first, uh, opening into this world mm. was the podcast. Like I hadn't done comedy yet. I hadn't even done acting yet oh, improv. Wow. I hadn't, I hadn't done any of that, like as far as training and all that, um, <clears throat> or auditioning yeah the podcast was the first thing and it all started with um i was like i need a name like that's kind of <laughs> how it, that's, that's how it started for me i was like i need a name and of course in typical fashion in Pej fashion at three in the morning i woke up with the with the name wow yeah because i was like i like sports and i was like i was like what about fumble right I was like, there's a lot, my team's always fumble. So I was like, (laughs) so I was like, what about, you know, fumble? And I was like, wait, what if it's spelled with a pH? I was, I was like, and I was like, and literally this is like my thinking at like three in the morning. I'm sure you you guys have had creative ideas like at odd hours. Right. And, and, uh, did you oh, so- do it where you like? You sat like straight up in bed. I love when that happens. You lay
0: down. You <laughs> sat straight up, eyes open.
2: I, <laughs> I did it. I think. I think that um, I, I, that would have been better for my back. But I, think, <laughs> I, I, I think what I did was like, I, I, I was sleeping, yeah. and then I wake up and I just go on my side, and my yeah. phone was on the nightstand, mm, yes. and I started just typing things out. Yeah. And then yes. so what ended up happening was like, I was like, okay, fumble, okay, fumble with the ph. Yeah. And I was like, what if the P is lowercase? Because my idea behind the podcast I already had, but I didn't have a name. And the idea was I wanted it to be about uh, togetherness, uh, humility, yeah. um, learning, um, and, and I wanted to bring all walks of life uh, mm. on, this ep- on this podcast. Like, and I've had, I have had it. And this is, um, uh, and then the, the fumble part happened by me thinking, oh, well, if the P is lowercase, that could be a little play on page, like mm-hmm. lowercase to p to show humility, and then it's became p humble mm-hmm. yeah. podcast. So and that, there was a song, like a popular song, be humble. Like yeah. I was like p humble, mm-hmm. but I actually called it fumble. But like seventy percent of my guests are like, so how'd you come up with p humble? I'm like, okay, I guess it's p humble, <laughs> you <laughs> yes. know. So that's what how it happened, and um, yeah. uh, and then yeah, that was that. I started that in February of. 2021 and then um, I promised myself to produce one episode a week Mm -hmm. come hell or high water I'm going to produce one episode a week and I've been consistent and it's funny because my episode today was the first time I did it just through YouTube live YouTube live stream (laughs) because like I recorded you know usually Um, and this was the first one I just didn't went live because I've just been like good things are happening for me luckily Mm -hmm. so just I didn't have time to like record it ahead of time but yeah, I actually talked about self-love. So that's out. Go check it out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. That's,
1: YouTube live is, is good, but it also, it's like a lot of pressure. Cause it's like, here
2: we go. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. So uh, it, I, I guess I leaned on my hosting the, for sure. that I've, you know, so I was just like, Hey guys, you know, but, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm okay with not being perfect. I'm starting to forgive myself. Right. Nice. I'm trying, yeah. you know, just like, it's okay. No, one's looking for that anyway. You know? Yeah. Now in the acting world of course it's rehearsed and all that but like on uh gigs like this podcasts or Instagram live all that stuff it's you're supposed to be a person. Yeah. And 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 I I kind of lean in that on that for today. But yeah.
3: Nice. I took, yeah.
0: yeah, it's interesting because we were just talking about kind of that in you know in class of like making the mistake and it being okay on a certain level of like you know how you handle the mistake. And I I think with what you're saying too I was just thinking about the word trust and how we have to like trust ourselves that, you know, we're going to figure it out. We're going to do it because with a couple of things you've done, Paige, moving across the country, starting a podcast, doing that live, acting, singing. It's like you've kind of had to trust yourself, right? And, and, or believe in yourself too. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a, that's something that um, can be scary, you know, or can feel like intimidating. And I think that with what you're saying, what I really like about your attitude Um, is this idea of like making this commitment to yourself? Like I'm going to do it once a week, no matter what, and then seeing what that does. And I think that's a big, 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 big thing. I've been mentioning this book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a great book. And he just talks about this idea of like, if you're going to write, just write like one sentence and then, you know, and then you try to write a little more, but the idea of just like every day trying to do something or once a week or, you know, making that commitment. Um, and especially with like, with what the things you're doing right now, I think that's so important of like making that commitment to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the other thing I think you're like, with what you're saying, sometimes we can like make that commitment outward and be like, okay, I got to show up for class. Or like, I always thought like school was easier. Cause you're like, you have to be here, here. And then when you get done with all that, it just like opens wide, wide yeah. out, you know, it's wide open and yeah. then it's up to you in a yeah. sense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? To like put on what's on your schedule or what's important or
2: what's not. Yeah, well, school is, is, is holding your hand, right? Mm-hmm. But, yes. But, but our career or our goals and dreams and pa- passions, that's a blank canvas. Figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're going to fail. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and failing doesn't exist, in my opinion. But um, it's like you're going to have to be okay to hit your head on the wall a few times and, yeah. and, and, and still be going forward, right?
0: Uh, well, I but, think also,
2: I mean, I think failure does exist, uh, Paige. But here's the thing. Here's
0: the thing that's interesting. I keep seeing more and more like nobody knows anything. So just go for (laughs) it. And and I mean like I've been following, I don't know if anyone's following this like FTX crypto firm that like just collapsed and had like $40 billion and now they're bankrupt. But but like the night before that happened, the guy who runs it, I was listening to this, like someone talking about this, he's like, he tweeted out like, we're good, the money's in there, you're fine. And then the next morning it's all gone. There's like (laughs) nothing. So I'm like, what is he talking about? He was worth like, you know, yeah, fifteen billion dollars the night before he was completely lying. He completely had no clue, in a sense. And I'm just like, you know, and and so it almost like it gives me more confidence in the sense of it's like you got to do the thing for you because it's like people are out there and they're you know they're they're doing their own thing too. So yeah. why hold back? Why not start a podcast? Why not do an open mic? Why not say yes to those things? You know, versus just trying to play it safe all the time.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's. Hundred percent agree because it's, uh, it's uh, again. I keep using this word, these words, but self love is the fuel for all of that, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. like, um, I know so many uh, doctors and lawyers that hate their jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, uh, I did it. I went through all the schooling, but I mean, the money is good, I guess. But you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm, and like, you know, I, I have these arguments with my parents. I'm like. Uh, my parents are like, yeah, but when are you gonna be financially stable? Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, that'll happen when it's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. but like I, my fuel isn't to just be rich, right? Mm-hmm. Like and then so it's like, cause I'm already rich, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm yeah. I'm <laughs> it's just perspective. So and I get it, you know, they left Iran for their kids to have a life here that that is like exciting and worth living. And like and in their mind because they were surviving in that country and y'all know what's going on over there right now mm. so it's like it was that right so it's like to come he- to come here it's it's a whole different mindset for them and and um a f- few of my friends we've talked about this that are also like children of immigrants it's like they came here to survive but we were raised here to pursue the things they weren't able to pursue. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. my dad loves music, by the way. My mom loves to sing, but they were, they were always told that's, you don't do that. Right. Oh, I
0: totally, my, my, my dad is very funny. He's really witty. Like, I feel like if he grew up in Southern California, he would have been like a comedy writer, you know, instead he did real estate, you know what I mean? But like, that's like, you know, if you're in Wisconsin, you're not going to be a comedy writer there. You have to move to New York or, you know, or LA or, i mean maybe now you you know it would be easier a little bit easier to get into it because of the you know you could whatever you could work from from zoom but the point is with what you're saying you know i think like 100 percent there's so many there's a lot of people i mean think about the shows like um uh like an america's got talent where they like go to this place and they're like in the middle of nebraska and this you know woman just sings and you're like holy cow like she is amazing mm-hmm. you know? yeah oh yeah, like, yeah this is impressive I th- i think there's there's a lot of people like that, I also feel, you know, this is its own thing, but we don't really fund the arts in the States, you know, as much as like in Europe where they have grants and they help out with things like that. And I think it's really,
3: I mean, obviously there are, there are a
0: lot of problems, but I think that's one thing that's, that's really kind of sad too, you know, is that they don't, they don't encourage that and say, Hey, these are, these are avenues we want to support. These are avenues we want to allow people to make a living at, you yeah. know, because I think it is uh, uh, a wonderful world, a wonderful career um, you know, and it's, 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 it's too bad. You know, I heard an interesting thing. This is is keep, keep going this direction, but like, you know, when, um, the, you know, COVID happened and then, you know, people were getting unemployment. A lot of people quit their jobs. Well, I think a lot of people quit their jobs because they hated their jobs. And so they finally had an opportunity to get out of a job they hated. People are like, no one wants to work. It's like, but they had really, like, jobs they hated. Like, I think it's kind of, I think it's actually not a bad thing that you got out of a job that was terrible, if that makes sense, <laughs> yeah. right? right? Like, it was a job. Right. So I was like, I don't think that's exactly a, a bad thing. I don't think people don't want to work. They just, like, they don't want to do terrible jobs. Like, that would make sense. I don't think you would want to either, you know? Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I teach music, right? I mean, and, and I love music. But it was because I wasn't pursuing what I felt is my calling, which is acting and comedy, like, I started to like feel that jadedness towards Mm -hmm. music Mm -hmm. like i was like wait i don't want to like because it it became a different it it started to change in my mind and i i guess the best thing i did is i recognized that Mm -hmm. like before it was too late you know i was like I was like, wait, I don't want to go this route. I, I know people in my family that went this route and they're miserable, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I, I don't want to be miserable. I want to live like, a I want to the kid in me. I want it to be there as, as long as I'm alive. So, mm-hmm. and so I kind of just, that's when I took that leap of faith with the podcast and everything else. Ooh, you know, when you said that, cause you said, you kind of said, ki-
0: I was like, we kind of want to live as a kid and as a King.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I oh nice. I, like I mean,
0: you, you kind of led me towards that page, but I kind of love that. It's like. I kind of think both of those things in my mind is like kind of the dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. To live as a kid and a king. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Both those things have have appeal to me. So, well, if you look up
2: um, if you look up Pej my name on Urban Dictionary, it, it yeah. translates to King of Kings. Oh, does it yeah wow oh my gosh well see there's where it's coming from that's where it's coming from the kid not the to king. not to toot my own horn but no yeah. i
0: love it i love it yeah you you look up john it's like the chosen one no yeah. Um, yeah, it's am not, not true john is like the generic name then we nothing. should be a team then I mean, <laughs> the chosen king yeah. um all right Paige. i want to i want to get to our one of our favorite segment uh which is your, your best, best bad, bad acting. acting all right <laughs> hey, sure. we're gonna send you a quote from a movie okay and this is a fun one and you get to put your own spin on it all right this is a comedian that you um i'm sure you're gonna know uh i don't know if we have on it who it is but um it's uh yeah there oh. you go. uh <laughs> so this is a really fun one but you can have a little fun with it yourself you could you know do an accent you can go over the top the point is just to have fun with it not try to impersonate uh uh the person who did it but you can just do your own and we might give you a fun redirect with it so sure uh, all right all right so um
3: okay whenever you're ready
2: action it's not a man purse it's called a satchel indiana jones wears one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh,
0: like uh, was that Corbin were you doing Corbin <laughs> that's uh, what it felt like it felt like this was an attack <laughs> Corbin do you feel violated <laughs> Uh, wait, I redir- do you have a man
1: <laughs> <laughs> My redirect is do it like John. <laughs> oh it's done. Um, I just uh, went with
2: some sort of voice change and I guess it was close enough to close. Enough. <laughs> no, no, no.
3: I was just joking. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh,
0: I got one. I want you to I want you to do it like um uh, I want you to do it like a cowboy.
3: Hmm.
2: Mm, that's fine. I always have to show my hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he adjusted his cowboy hat. Yeah, 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 can't yeah. see. <clears throat> it's not a man purse. It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one.
3: Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I like it. It got Southern. It's a Southern cowboy. Yeah. I Southern like cowboy. It. It was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Did you, did you want Southern. a California
2: cowboy? <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> that was, that that was great. so good. That was good. Dixon Cowboy, where we, where I started my exactly. Work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm,
1: I, I want to hear this as like a um a musical with your little music background. Like I don't know if you can like throw a little bit of uh, something in there. Wow. I don't know what you're thinking. Okay,
2: yeah, that's cool. That's a good one. Um. <clears throat> yeah, good. It's not a man purse. <laughs> it's called a satchel. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Is one. <laughs> beautiful. So beautiful. That was amazing. So oh, good.
0: Yeah. So good. Indiana Jones Wears one. That was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was awesome. Oh my gosh, that was so good, Pesh! That was amazing. Yes, so thanks. good, man. We just threw that right at you. And we're not uh, giving away the actor, right? We're just. going um, to Well, oh. it's it, we we can give it away. We can give it away. That okay. it's, uh, Zach Galifianakis from uh, The Hangover. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my gosh, we almost gave you the uh, Wolfpack of One, uh, but it's a huge monologue, <laughs> <laughs> Pesh. It's super long. It's, yeah. yeah. I was like, Corbin, let's give it to. You. He's like, That's too long. Yeah, yeah. That's I was too like, I don't know where <laughs> to trim <laughs> it. It's too long. I was like, We don't trim it. Give him the yeah. whole thing. We <laughs> thing. know Pesh can't memorize anything. It's too long. Nobody can memorize it. <laughs> oh man. Well, Paige, we want to say thank you so much for yes, being here. You. I love, I mean, it's interesting because we brought you on as like a comedian and actor and then you got real serious with us, which was lovely, mm-hmm. man. I mean, I oh, really appreciate yeah. that. No, but like the, your thoughtfulness and and you know the 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 love you brought, but also just the the kind of real talk I thought was really um was really um felt felt really good. Good. And so I appreciate you kind of bringing that energy. Uh, right, Corbin. I thought yeah. that was pretty pretty cool to yeah. to dive into. Yeah, it was like, I I love
1: those kinds of conversations. I feel like you can learn a lot, and everybody's like human, and just going through the same thing. So I really appreciate yep. you
2: saying it. And that's, yeah. I mean, that I think is the main purpose for me is mm. is is connecting with people and and understanding that we're all really going through it together. Yeah, and and yeah, and then we can be funny, and then we can be serious. It, like I just feel like. And, and sorry if that wasn't what you guys No, no, at
0: we have less than plans. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 John doesn't prep at all. No, no, no. I just got here. I'm a little bit drunk. No, that's, <laughs> oh, not, that's true. not true. That's <laughs> not true. That's you have a kid, true. John. That is not true. This
3: is literally tea. You can see the tag with vodka. With vodka. Uh, I, no, I, no, I no. like it.
2: I, I love so, it. I love it. Well, no, Paige, I, we we yeah. want, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to thank you guys for having me on. This is a yeah. blast, um, and uh, I want to have you guys on my podcast. I want to put it on the air. So now you have pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I, like uh, I got to yeah. check my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> um, very busy. Very busy. We're we're not really fumble here. <laughs> so, uh,
0: well, Paige, we want to thank you so much for your time, man. This was great. This was lovely. We appreciated you sharing. We appreciate you being here. And uh, you know, we wish you lots of luck uh, with acting and, um, you know, stand up. We're we're excited to see where your career goes for sure.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. I I just, I I love that I've gotten as a result of this pursuit, meeting wonderful people like yourselves that are in the, in the same industry and, you know, and in the acting world and learning so much, you know? Yeah. So, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Great. All right. Well, Paige,
0: enjoy the rest of your, uh, rest, rest of your day and we appreciate you being here, man. Have a great one. Thank you, guys. Take okay. care.
3: Thank you for listening to the Moon and Foxy Podcast.